Hello and welcome to Simplify Complexity, the podcast. I'm Howard Hall, CEO of DTP Group, and in this podcast, the first in our series two of Simplify Complexity podcasts, I'm going to be chatting with Darren Howe, Deputy Director at Crown Commercial Service, and Rob Langley, UKNI Framework Manager at HPE. What we're hoping to discuss in this episode is how public sector organisations across the UK use consumption-based IT services to not only drive digital transformation, but to significantly reduce costs and support positive, sustainable impact. Welcome, everybody. I have two experts with me today. I'm going to ask each of them to set the scene a little in terms of UK public sector and the transformation journey that we're on currently, obviously coming out of some very difficult times in terms of the pandemic restrictions. So, Darren, I wonder if you could sort of set the scene for us in terms of where UK public sector currently is in terms of the the landscape and and the focus around where digital transformation fits. Yeah, thank you, Howard. I think it's fair to say that the the pandemic has, has taught us a lot. It's allowed us to understand our ability to to change. It's allowed us to understand what was working well and what wasn't working so well. It gave us uh, the opportunity to review and look at legacy IT platforms and environments and understand whether they are actually fit for purpose or were fit for purpose. It's given us a bit of a, a view into our agility in transformation and being able to move from a, for all intents and purposes, an on-site public sector to then working from home environments. That's brought a level of cultural shift as well. And I think it's, it's good to recognise that the pandemic has seen really strong positive cultural shift in that space the ability to allow public sector to still function in a remote in a remote environment notwithstanding that there probably are areas that need that face-to-face interaction i think i think the the key thing for me moving forward as we come out of the pandemic is understanding how that home working or a hybrid working model works moving forwards looking at things like smart offices is a thing around the the established well-established offices a thing of the past Also looking at a changing mantra, I guess, that's coming out of public sector currently, which is to do more, but with the same, rather than what we've had before, which is to do same with less. There is a a significant requirement uh, looking at automation and the areas where automation can really benefit public sector and and allow to take on those, I guess, those repetitive tasks, um, the analysis part of that as well. And leading into more wider section of automation and into um, artificial intelligence, we've got, to, we've got to look at ways of bringing artificial intelligence into uh, public sector to allow, to allow services to be delivered at pace and efficiently, um, but notwithstanding that there are obviously ethics that sit around artificial intelligence and, um, and what that actually brings. And I think the last, the last couple of things that I just wanted to, to give a view on as we come out is Collaboration and aggregating procurement. One of the things that, that for public, public sector to enable us to do more with the same is we need to look at how we can collaborate and bring um, like-for-like procurement opportunities together and go to market, go to the supply chain with bigger volumes, more opportunity, drive them best value out of that. So I think that that's a, a key play. And then finally um, is the sustainability part. We hear this in the news. We read it in the papers. But sustainability and the sustainability requirements moving forward are going to be significant, whether that's us individually in our uh, in our everyday lives, 
whether that's in the private sector or whether it's in the public sector. And I think that that's the differentiating factor for um, for public sector coming out of the pandemic is how do we ensure that our services that we are putting into place are future proof, are sustainable and fit in line with the UN sustainability goals, but more importantly, how they actually drive improvements in the way that the planet and people and profit look for the future across the globe. Thanks, Gail. It's a great overview of sort of, guess, direction of travel in the UK public sector. Just a quick question from me. Do you think that the pandemics, I mean, it's been terrible for, for everybody in reality as we've sort of sat on our hands for a year, but do you think it's actually going to be a something that actually helps accelerate transformation or especially digital transformation in, in UK public sector? Yeah, I absolutely agree that it will accelerate the need to do more. It will accelerate the way we focus on um, digital transformation moving forwards. It will certainly look at and require new innovation. It's got to be, we've got to look at the way ways of working that we've had in the past and look at how that transforms um, the ways of working moving forwards. It, it, in essence, it's got to drive improvements in the technology landscape and COVID has, has demonstrated that. I think suppliers coming out of it in the private sector have recognised that actually they, have, they hold the key to a number of the answers. It's about how public sector then really focus on the contracts and the services that are required to deliver and how they place those moving forwards. And I think if we get that right, one of the things that, that we need to be looking at moving forwards is to be far more agile and, and quicker at reacting to circumstances moving forwards. And I think that Certainly in the supply chain, forward-thinking suppliers and the supply chain as a whole in the next generation can support public sector services moving forwards with, with some real positivity. That's great. So you've sort of touched on Crown Commercial Service in terms of driving public sector transformation. We've touched there on innovation as well. So can you let's talk a little bit more about Crown Commercial Service and specifically the recent memorandum of understanding that's been signed with Europe Packard Enterprise, uh, world's leading edge cloud technology vendor, around the HP GreenLake as a service platform. Can you provide listeners with a high level overview, overview of the agreement and why it came about? Yeah, so, so Howard, it's, it's really important that, that from a public sector buying organization or procurement organization, that we ensure that we bring best value, but more importantly, we bring services to market that are, again, forward thinking and have that level of innovation with a wrap of sustainability. We work closely with a number of, um, of our senior suppliers and stakeholders, and HPE are absolutely one of those. We come together to look at the GreenLake proposition, to understand the value that the GreenLake proposition can bring to public sector. And then we talked about and understood how we can bring a level playing field to whether you're a small academy trust to whether you're a large um, central government department and how we bring a, a balanced level playing field for anyone looking to procure services that GreenLake can, uh, can cover in that sort of consumption, everything as a service type um, arena. I think it's also fair to say that the memorandum of understanding that we, we signed with HPE as a non-contractual document, it, it isn't there to, to drive spend through um, the agreement itself. It's there to, to inform um, procurement and buyer and organisations um, in the ability to get to a GreenLake proposition and work with HPE 
but to drive that value that I keep talking about, which the MOU would be the informant of that. So that would inform in what goes into the call-off contract that would be signed between the buyer and the supplier. And I think the last thing that, that I want to touch upon is we delivered more recently the One Government Cloud Strategy and the Cloud um, Strategy Playbook. And we were looking to work with suppliers that, that had services, offerings, product suites that would would work nicely and play nicely and, and really support the uh, the drive of the one government, one government Cloud Strategy. And GreenLake proposition is absolutely one of those. So we were delighted to uh, to work with HPE. We were delighted to to look at what the GreenLake proposition was and how that would benefit um, public sector. So for us, it was it was a great outcome and is something that will be there for the long term, which is uh, which is just as good. And sort of touching on the sort of cloud journeys, I guess of. UK public sector organisations. Have you seen that sort of change over time? I mean, obviously, in the early days of cloud, the rush seemed to be cloud-first strategies. And then obviously the realisation came in that not all the workloads could actually move to the, I guess, the hyperscalers and the public cloud. Have you sort of seen a sort of a change in emphasis over time as that sort of, I guess, overarching strategy and the realisation has changed within public sector to realise what is the art of the possible and you know, and the components that need to be pulled together to, to give that sort of one sort of cloud feel across all, all, all their sort of IT provisioning. Yeah, so we have seen a change. You, you mentioned the cloud first policy. The cloud first policy came in a few years back and was the driving force into moving data centers largely off of uh, on-premise and into the cloud. I think it's been recognized that cloud first is more cloud preferable, but also recognizing that hybrid and the ability to have uh, a number of suppliers that can deliver for the requirements that the, the department have is, is as important. So, so certainly the hybrid position is, is critical. I think also one of the things that we're starting to see and absolutely is where the demonstrational value is, is looking at consumption modeling rather than um, over-provisioning. And Certainly when you look at everything as a service, when you look at the ways that, that uh, if you look at the GreenLake proposition, you pay for what you use rather than paying for wasted storage, it absolutely plays into what we as a public sector should be focusing on moving forwards. It is the opportunity to, to cost save. It's the opportunity to really pull together a, a sustainable future. That it gives that, and again, I mentioned agility again, it's hugely important that, that we are we're able to push and pull quite quickly in public sector. And I think that when we've had on-premise data centers or even moving into the, that hyperscale environment, there are the odd occasion where it's not actually viable to be able to move quickly. And we can't we can't afford to do that moving forward. So being able to to bring a level of a level playing field and bring in that that hybrid modeling in will also will also prevent like i say the over provisioning and will drive the digital transformation that, that is required to go back to what i mentioned before which is we need to do more with the same rather than doing the same with less and this is this is critical and do you think there's sort of that cloud-like experience for your on-premise or private cloud workloads is important to the end user community again having that sort of same feel that's one of the things that people warmed to in the early days of public cloud it was it was easy you know it was seen to be able to you know deliver that agility that you talked about 
it was seen as well to be low cost uh, to start to do things. But do you think that sort of that sort of cloud type experience, that user experience, is is sort of growing in importance in terms of how things can be seen to be agile at that sort of operational layer in terms of usage? Yeah, I I, I think there is um, a growth in knowledge and experience and understanding. Do I think all of public sector have that at the current point? Probably not. Do I think that that there is a level of education? and support that, that could be gleaned from the supply chain to help, I guess, mould public sector's way of buying and thinking in that space, absolutely. So for me, there are, there are huge benefits for what people have done in the public sector currently around cloud and how they host in that space. I think there is a long way to go. And one of the things that, that certainly that I drive and what Crown Commercial Service drives is that engagement piece, having that early discussion far earlier than, than the procurement happening itself, understanding the strategy and the direction of travel is as important, if not more important, than actually putting the, the product in place. It's understanding actually what we need to be doing and what that looks like for the long term. And then how do the drop dots join together to then produce a statement of works and a requirement and an output that results in a service that is delivered for a long term future. So, so I think there's, there's, going back to your point, there is mixed in the way of, of, of views and opinions. I think there are still lots of legacy floating around and that needs to be addressed. And I know people are working hard across public sector to address that. We're working hard to address that. And I know suppliers are working hard to address that. But the quicker we can actually get to a point where a lot of that is being addressed, then this space will, will no doubt will just innovate and drive forwards and will be probably the leading area of reduction in the the outputs that we get for that is impacting our sustainability and the output itself. So if you think of the CO2 emissions, we think of emissions in general, if we can reduce the amount of consumption we use, then then there can only be a good thing. So it sounds like really exciting times, basically. You know, pace of transformation is accelerating. The opportunity to increase the pace of transformation is is again accelerating there is there is the, the tools that are there so moving sort of on to the, the tools and thanks for that darren now over to you rob as uk and ireland frameworks manager at hewlett packard enterprise can you explain what the new agreement with ground commercial services means at an operational level okay howard yeah no problem at all so the mou enables um, the uk public sector to take advantage of agreed aggregated pricing across the range of hpe's technologies including the likes of GreenLake Cloud Services. It's immediately available and it's been available for a while and it's simple to use. So you can, customers can basically procure innovative, sustainable consumption-based IT like GreenLake, the next-gen intelligent network management like Reva, and then your more traditional storage computing, um, all using the most advanced AI infrastructure. Customers can buy through the trailblazing agreements from CCS, um, like technology products and associated services, the G Cloud, uh, and the prices uh, basically have been pitched very aggressively on the MOUs for our channel partners like yourselves to offer to the public sector. And you mentioned that, you know, GreenLake has been around for a while, so it's established, it's sort of proven, and, you know, some of the, the metrics around that, I mean, Darren touched on over-provisioning earlier. Yeah. Can you sort of enlighten 
uh, our listeners in terms of what sort of savings that sort of the technology and the approach that GreenLake offers can can deliver to end user? Yeah, so I think uh, we, we took the view on including GreenLake into the MAU uh, and we put it in a format of, sort of T-shirt sizes, so small, medium and large. So those are pre-integrated configurations. So it covers all sizes of all organisation and it complements one government cloud strategy playbook as well that Darren was talking about. So it gives, it, it adapts to, to all sizes of organisations. And from a strategic perspective, I mean, again, HP, so this is something Hewlett Packard Enterprises is making a massive bet around a Green Lake and that sort of edge to, to cloud as a service platform business approach. And there were even launches yesterday, the, uh, the you know, in, in early May to, to, I guess, reinforce that. You know, in terms of that overall strategy, Rob, can you just sort of just give us a little bit of a feel in terms of the amount of resource that HP is sort of putting behind uh, the drive uh, for HPE GreenLake and, and and that approach to helping clients on their sort of hybrid cloud journeys. Yeah, and I, I think it, the investment from HPE is, is second to none, really. Uh, I mean, we've we've had a tr strategy change in the sense that our, key, our sales guys now are, are basically um, gold and for, uh, have to follow a certain format now to to sell GreenLake services because of varying reasons for that. And it's, and obviously one of the biggest thing which Darren was talking about was sustainability side of things and the over provisioning. So that is key, key to everyone's minds at HPE, that the, the traditional way of procurement on how it has been done in over the years um, needs to change. And there needs to be basically a, a look at the over provisioning side of things and looking at the consumption base because yeah, it's, it's definitely helps towards the the goals and the 17 goals, which um, Darren, uh, the UN goals as well. And one of the sort of, uh, I guess, the barriers to entry that uh, listeners may be thinking around is that, yeah, to, to, to go down the GreenLake route, it's, you know, it's a lot more difficult than it is going down the public cloud route in terms of I can just turn things on. So, you know, the entry points for GreenLake now, Rob, have, have come down dramatically. Yeah. Uh, can you just sort of allude a little bit more in terms of how easy it is now to, to engage with uh, HP and partners such as ourselves at DTP around GreenLake and to get started on the, their journeys? Yeah, so, I mean, it's we, we constructed the MOU. Collaboration was, was key to this as well. So it was to look at the, the, the volume across the public sector to enable that minimum set benchmark, uh, which was then obviously benchmarked by CCS. So... Typical organisations like councils, for example, um, can access um, the, the aggregated spend now across that, uh, and it, it comes in those bite-sized chunks, and they can obviously basically more or less um, obtain higher discounts, uh, and it'll be like on volume, and it'll be more of a like a Groupon-style approach. That's great. So, so I think what we've learned today is that digital transformation is, is here, it's upon us. Uh, the pace of change, you know, ir irrespective of, of COVID, is accelerating. You know, GreenLake as a tool set to allow clients uh, to drive a hybrid cloud strategy is in place, and the sort of commercial structure is there as well uh, behind the scenes now with the MOU signed between Crown Commercial Services and HPE around HPE GreenLake for a solution that can encompass. You know your on-premise workloads, your your private 
and public cloud or work clouds all in that sort of single i guess management layer so is there any sort of final sort of summit points that you have sort of darren in terms of uh, where this partnership with hp and the mou is, is going to take you and then i'll follow on that with with you rob yeah so i i think just to to, to finish from my perspective is we we look to put these non-contractual mous in place with suppliers such as hpe for the long term so they're iterative we need to make sure that that we are continuously to look at those look at what um, hpe have available and what they're working on where their r and d's going and then taking that and then embedding that into new it, um, iterations of the mou so for us these are long-term relationships they're long-term strategies they're long-term close working collaboration if you might like that and it is for that long term because if we don't do it for the long term and we just do short sharp things then what we're trying to put in place won't actually work and we won't support public sector in the value that we need to drive and the services that need to be delivered for uh, for the general public so it is important that we maintain that collaborative work and we maintain that relationship and we continue to evolve and innovate alongside HPE and HPE do the same alongside CCS for the for the right reasons and for the greater good. Thanks, Darren. Anything, Rob, do you'd like to add at the end for uh, for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the personally for myself, sort of being a former civil servant, um, Howard, I, mean, I wanted to make sure that we we did our bit to help organisation um, who have faced and still facing the difficult period now. And um, yeah, I mean, hats off to CCS. I mean, they've been immense with dealing. Um, with the demands during COVID-19. Um, the collaboration between us was great. Uh, and the MAU is something that I know I'm, I'm very proud of. I mean, we've seen reported savings already for the taxpayers of 11 million um, already, which is fantastic. So yeah, there was, there was very much constructing the MAU. There was a lot of collaboration uh, and yeah, and it, it's basically made it a lot simpler for, for everyone involved, partners, customers, um, to take advantage of, of the MAU and obviously do our bit for, for the public sector as well. It's a big thanks to both of you for an enlightening contribution to the podcast number one in this series. To all our listeners, be sure to grab the next episode. And we'll be talking more about how, how organisations can drive transformation and support sustainable development. For more information, visit us at dtpgroup.co.uk. Thanks for listening.